Episode three. I mean, that, that's definitely two more than I thought we would do. So that is an achievement. Welcome, everybody, to The Last Call. <laughs> uh, my name is David Griggs, and I'm joined by my good friend and colleague, as always, Andy Kane, on the show where we attempt to um, talk about a interesting, invigorating topic in 10 minutes or thereabouts, isn't it, Andy? Welcome, welcome, Andy. Good to, good to speak to you again. Um, how are you doing, first of all? Good. I'm doing great. I mean, we keep doing this. It's going to become a habit. It is an unhealthy habit, given that, that, uh, that you know, there is, um, well, I say it's not fair. Is it? It's a very enjoyable, but slightly unhealthy habit because there is alcohol involved. And I'm going um, to tell you what I'm drinking. And then I'd be very interested to hear from you about um, what it is that um, you've brought to our uh, 10 minute last call session today. And also what, what we're going to be talking about. I, I've chosen a slightly unusual drink. I'm going. I'm actually drinking a um, Gibson um, Martini. So that's for those of you who are um, unfamiliar with that. That's a gin-based, of course. It's the only kind of Martini, in my opinion. Um, and it. yeah, and made with cocktail onions. So um, a little different, um, but very enjoyable. What have you brought? Well, you've obviously brought the high class. Mm -hmm. I am drinking a uh, Freem IPA out of Hood River, Oregon. Uh, oh, yes. Quite tasty. And uh, I believe they just won another award, or at least were ranked in one of the top like mid-sized breweries. It's an uh, outstanding brewery. I mean, I, anything that Freem make, honestly, I, I enjoy immensely. And um, their IPA is definitely a flagship for me. Yeah. Yep. So that uh, brings us to what, what's the topic? What are we talking about? What do we have 10 minutes to discuss? And I think uh, we'd like to kick this one off is in theaters only. And really has the cinematic experience kind of, I don't know, died? Mm, uh, strong words, but yeah, it's yeah. an interesting question. <laughs> well, it's meant to be provocative. Yes. Uh, I agree. <laughs> so, so looking at that, you know, David, with the, obviously with the pandemic, you know, that's accelerated a lot of uh, trends that we see in the uh, media entertainment industry. But really, I think what we saw more in the consumer uh, realm is really this shift in, in how we view premium content. And what I mean by cinema is going to the movies. Right. Um, you know, I think when you look at uh, how we really consume that type of content as, as the end customer, um, there's just a plethora of options now. So, yes. you know, I, I, I want to get your take on this. Um, looking at, we've had this, we've had this discussion before and really we, we were trying to hone in on the convenience versus experience debate on uh, how we, we take in these cinematic uh, features. Yeah. I mean, that, and that is the crux of the argument, isn't it? It's, you know, um, it's very easy these days to decide that, um, to all, in, all um, intents and purposes, you, to watch something that's um, relatively new, potentially even still in theatres, at uh, home. Um, and uh, I, I think my kind of off-the-wall response to that is that um, it's it's definitely a big trade-off, right? I, I think there is that convenience to it. And clearly, you know, um, if you are not in a position or living near a theatre, there's no question that um, that is a convenient experience and you don't lose out on watching some high, you know, some premium content. But I think personally that um, there is something very deliberate and very um, energetic and very um, um, experiential about going to a movie theater and enjoying a 
um, piece of entertainment in the company of strangers, albeit with some rather delicious and incredibly buttery <laughs> popcorn and perhaps very salty popcorn. But that aside, because you could probably do that at home, right? But I do think there's something very um, enjoyable about that experience that you don't get from home. And, right. I, and I'm curious if you if you feel the same way about that. Well, let me let me set up a scenario for you because I actually caught myself doing this. I catch myself doing this all the time. Um, start watching a, a new show or even just a, a new feature that you know, was just released. Uh, I think I was watching like Black Widow the other uh, weekend. Mm -hmm. I found myself like checking my phone. Yes. Oh, that's such a good point. Right. You know, um, it's just like it's those dull moments. Like you're not you're not invested in the content because you're not invested in the experience there's no commitment andrew that's the problem isn't it you're not committing to it <laughs> right right yeah I, I fear commitment so you know i think that's a that's a big part of like when we're talking about cinema i think it, it would be uh, a misnomer not to to include the it's a it's a full experience it's not just about the content it's like you said it's getting ready it's going out um, yes. of the house whether that's just throwing on a hoodie and some slippers great but you're actually going somewhere and you're making that that mental shift to say i am paying for this i am going to pay attention to it yeah but and you're right i mean there is like then there's some rules right you, you don't have your cell phone on unless you know you're one of those people um which i have to say it has happened accidentally to me on occasion it's horrific isn't it oh god where is it what is it <laughs> um but yeah no i think you're absolutely right like that there is a commitment there is a um and 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 you're right i mean partly it's the expense although some of these premier access titles that are coming out of disney and other platforms like prime video i mean you're paying the price of a, of a mission no question right i mean um to to be able to watch those titles at home so it's not just about the money but i do think it's about the commitment of getting in the car or on the bus you know, um, meeting a date um, and um, enjoy and, and sort of investing in that whole experience is absolutely totally different from watching it at home where it's more about sitting on the couch in your sweats. And right. um, yeah, like you say, and, and, and being distracted by all the things that are in your house, um, whether that's children, uh, telephone calls. Um, so yeah, I think that's a, that, that, that whole like um, commitment or um, um uh, how um what's the word i'm trying to say like how engrossing that experience is and how um is really a big part of why i think it's a totally different experience when you go to the movie theater yeah and, and i think it's a it's an escape right so we mm -hmm. go to the cinema to escape and part of that you enter kind of this social contract with those that like you said, turn off their cell phones, but also are there to enjoy the, that experience. So, you know, you go in, you're watching a comedy, you get that laughter and it just kind of builds on itself. Yeah. Um, you know, big action movies when you get the oohs and ahs. And uh, I think I, I watched the last Avengers uh, in the theaters and um, like some people were crying. And like it was an emotional experience for him. And I think that's where the cinema really can grip hold of someone that you kind of let some of the inhibitions go when you're watching this this uh this art form if you will on the on the big screen like yeah, well, there's well, something to it well not me i mean last time i cried was probably et um and i was you know five or something so um, no i'm kidding you know you're absolutely right i mean i think um yeah there is something well the lights are down aren't they you know you can yeah. be a little bit more um relaxed yeah i think that, that you're absolutely right i do want to i do think it's worth pointing out though that this, whilst it's a very pertinent discussion right now in the sense that 
um, you know, we're talking about the um, essentially the trade-off between the immediate access of streaming technologies and um, actually going to a theater. It's not the first time that this problem or this question, I should say, has arisen, right? I mean, if you go back to, let me show my age a bit here, all the way back to the sort of um, um, ascendance of the VHS home video mm-hmm. industry, you know, the sort of blockbuster video kind of like when that was in its, you know, when it was in its heights. I mean, this was definitely a question that we had back then. I remember it distinctly, you know, that, that essentially that theaters were worried that the whole home video market and rental market was just going to destroy their business model. And it didn't really happen, did it? And I suspect, and I'd be curious to get your take on this, is probably for similar reasons. Yeah, I think... Um... I think you're right. I mean, there was always this waiting period with VHS because obviously there's a physical aspect to it, right? You right. They had to create it and then you'd have to go to the store. There's a whole bunch to it, which actually still kind of made that experience special. I remember being taken to, when I was young, taken to Blockbuster and it was like a big deal on like a Friday night to go figure out what you wanted to rent for the three days and <laughs> inevitably yeah. have the late charges put on it. But uh, <laughs> But, you know, I think that it's all about those kind of experiences that I won't say the streaming services have stripped away. The streaming services offered us way more choice. Like we're able to now be a little, little more picky, I would say, on mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. we choose to go experience outside of the house. Yeah, that's very true. I think, I think again, and I think this is a theme that across a lot of the discussions we've had re- recent, uh, recently, it's more about finding a balance, isn't it? And I think in our house, at least, we definitely look at new titles that are coming out and we make a very conscious decision that that's something we want to see in the theater because maybe it's the new James Bond film or maybe it's a new comedy or maybe it's a new film in a series of films that we've already watched in theater and we just want to commit to that. Not, and, it, and it's not just because of the high fidelity nature of the audio and the video and, you know, and, and, the, and the sort of um, a video aspect of it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's that experience. It's that fact that you want to do that. I, I remember when, you know, um, the third of the Lord of the Rings movies came out. I mean, not only did, was I prepared to go, I was prepared to stand in line. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. a real commit. I know, right? I mean, this is, and if you know me, I'm just someone who just can't stand in line for anything. It just bugs me to the um, point of distraction. But oh, I thought you were British. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we love, love a queue. <laughs> we love a queue. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that's something I've I've just learned to to, to really dislike in recent years. It's, to be honest with you, this is a whole different. I, I think this is perhaps another last call conversation we can have. But it's yeah. definitely about lining up for brunch. That just kind of blows my mind for some reason. <laughs> perhaps that's a little off topic. But no, yeah. I mean, I think that I was, you know, but I was very prepared to do that for that particular theater because I wanted that experience. I wanted, I also enjoyed standing in line with a bunch of people dressed as, you know, as um, elves, you know, that was kind of fun. And um, so, yeah, I I think there's definitely more to it um, than just the kind of high fidelity nature of a cinematic experience, right? There's something about that social contract to your point and that social experience that's, um, that's um, additional to just the content itself. So the uh, the lights are flickering. Oh. The last call is upon us. So David, is cinema dead? Um, no. no. I mean, I just I think that's a very. Uh, I think it's too early to call it. You know, it's heart still beating. It might be on the table, but um, I think that um, uh, just as we thought back in the day when VHS and probably when DVD came out, though I don't remember it as distinctly then. 
Um, I think it's very unlikely that um, the immediacy of on-demand video platforms is going to be any substitute for the enjoyment that you get from putting on your shoes and taking yourself um, and loved ones to to a movie. I think there's something to that that's more than just this. It's more than just the sum of its parts. So I think yep. absolutely no, in my opinion. How about you? Um, I I agree in that it's not dead. But what I I do think is, and we are in the early stages of a transition of cinema and um, Hollywood. And the the reason why I'm saying that is because. Since I can be a little little more picky about what I want to see in the theaters, like I expect this to be an amazing experience when I get there. And so you kind of saw some of the premium, even premium theaters coming about where you're paying a good chunk of money, but you're sitting in like reclining chairs oh, yes. and mm-hmm. having food delivered. And it's just it, they're Cheese trying plate. to have definitely a cheese plate, maybe with a fine grenache. Um <laughs> But, but, you know, I think that there, there is going to be a bit of a, a transition. I think, you know, the Christopher Nolans of the world definitely have still a place in cinema, but then there's also the, um, the, I think the stigma of direct to quote unquote, uh, DVD or, you know, direct to streaming, it's gone. And, um, you know, because of it, now we've got a lot of choice. So I think that's, uh, the last call for us. Yeah, David. as always, uh, short but sweet, very sweet. Um, and uh, again, very much enjoyed this conversation. We're going to keep doing this, I think, aren't we? I mean, I, I'm enjoying it. I, it I sounds so. like you're enjoying it. Yeah. So we'll be back uh, next week with yet another episode on an interesting topic. Uh, until then, it's been a real pleasure having this conversation with you, Andy. And I hope the folks at home have enjoyed the uh, listening to us. Uh, until then, until next time, be curious.